Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and my patron peeps, I'm singing for you to put you to sleep, patron peeps. Thanks for supporting the show. Yeah, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, physical sensations, uh, you know, stuff, uh, tossing and turning. I think I said that. uh, Whatever's keeping you awake, changes in schedule, travel, you're out of town, someone else is out of town. Uh, weather, you got something big coming up. I, you know, I got, I know, I know you got a lot, a lot going on, and I'm here to help. And what I'm going to try to do, as I said, is uh, create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's keeping you awake. And uh, the way I'm going to do it is, uh, I'm going to try to keep you company. I'm going to smooth this safe place. I'm going to pat it. I'm going to rub it down. I'm going to say safe place, and then I'm going to pat it again with the u- universal sign. Uh, th- this is a, this is a double universal sign. So it actually is made with eye contact. In this case, imaginary eye contact, where you pat a safe place, and you say, "Come on over and sit down." But also, I'm going to move away from this safe place, so you have space in your safe place. You know, there's another universal symbol where somebody says, "Pat, pat, pat," a spot and says, "Hey, come on down, sit next to me." So I just wanted to clarify that this was the other one where you say, "Hey, come on and sit down. This safe place is for you." As your space, place, uh, not in space, uh, but but it, it could be. You could imagine it, it could be, but you'll have plenty of space in your place. Uh, you, you know what I mean. You know the difference. And then there's, you know, the third kind where they say, like, uh, t- authority figures in my life, they spat a thing and they say, uh, we're going to try to do this the easy way first. Uh, they say, come on over here, sit down, uh, Andrew, and have a seat next to us. And that's when I say, uh, well, my phone's, uh, there's a phone ringing somewhere. Excuse me one second. And then I say, zoinks. But I don't say zoinks. My shoes and my arms make that sound when I'm moving outside the panel. Uh, hardy ha Anyway, if you're new, what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use the lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. Uh, pointless meanders, rusty tangents, uh, lots of like lots of extra words and c- stuff that can be a bit confusing. And I'll say it right up front, uh, even though we're six or seven minutes into the show. This podcast isn't for everybody. The creaky dulcets aren't for everybody. But give it a few tries. There's no pressure on your end uh, to like me or to trust me right up front. I'm here to earn your trust and see if it works for you. See if I could help. It's kind of like a free trial. You could, you know, you could give this a shot. And uh, most listeners, uh, especially your listeners that listen all the time, say, hey, it took me two or three tries. So I'm here to help and just see how it goes. That's all I ask. Uh, and uh, you don't even have to do that. You could stop listening whenever you want. But I'm, I'm, I guess my main message is I'm here to help. Let's see how it goes. Uh, but here, and, and, and even to try to earn your trust, just to barely attempt it, uh, like that's why I did that thing with the safe place too. I said, "Here, you check the safe place out. You don't get, you know, I don't get to sit near you. You know, that comes, uh, you know, that's optional." You say, "Hey, Scoots, come over. Can you bring me a water?" 
It's a sure it's a podcast. It doesn't exactly work. Oh, yeah, here's your water. Right. Oh, forgot to ask if you wanted it cold or warm or medium. And then you might say, has anyone ever ordered a medium or a warm water? You see, yeah, occasionally. Usually they'll just tell me they want tea or, you know, cocoa or something. But, uh, yeah, occasionally people like, you know, I just want to make sure I have your water correct. Uh, and also, believe it or not, I have a, like a cool water menu. I only bring that out for the, the most, uh, like, uh, you know, delicate or interested connoisseurs of water temperature. But you seem like you're really, uh, your palate is, goes uh, across the spectrum of cool to cold to ice cold. As we used to sing on the dance floor in the 90s or the early aughts, uh, you know, ice cold, how cold. Uh, but uh, so I do have a menu of degrees of coolness, and it's not based on Celsius or Fahrenheit. You know, it, it do we do call it the outcast uh, water coolness scale uh, with ice cold in quotes, uh, saying it as uh, whichever member. I don't know if that was Andre two thousand or not, but uh, we do to say that as ice cold. That's the coldest water we offer. Other than slushy, but that's a special order. Uh, but, you know, you could have cool. You say, well, I'd like my water cool. And it'd say, okay, well, do you want it with a glass of sweating or unsweaty glass? That's how that's how safe this place is. Uh, let me get back to you, though, because I, I do tend to go off topic. If you're new, you may have observed that. And uh, you're very, like I said, you uh, just like your water. I could see, I could see your whatever, a discerning con- connoisseur. That was the word I was looking for four minutes ago. And that's why I'm here to earn your trust. And that, what I was going to do before I went on that water tangent, we do have also a special brand of water called tangential water. It's actually just a marketing term, but because the water's free, I could bring you a glass of tangential water. Also, it gets confusing. Lower on the menu, you'll see tangerine water. And whenever I, when I was pretending to be a customer of my own water service, I did order. Mistakenly, I would constantly, I'd say, no, 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 I wanted the tangential water, not the tangerine water. And they said, well, this, this is the tangential water. They said, well, it tastes a little bit tangerine-y. And they said, I don't know what to tell you, Scoots. And they say, Scoots, are you sure you didn't bring me the tangerine water? Anyway, so structurally, what I was going to do tell you is what to expect for the show. So the show, uh, here's the order of things happening in the show. Very slowly, slow to develop. Uh, there's The show starts off with business. That's how we keep the show going. Then there's an intro, which intros are somewhere around 12 to 15 minutes. We're probably like uh, six or seven minutes into this one. And that's where I just introduce the kind of, that's where it's on me to earn your trust and to see how it goes. And nothing really happens in the intros. So every kind of everything, nothing happens. So everything happens. It's the kind of thing you, you, you may miss and you may not miss. You say, well, wait a second. Uh, you know, maybe you're, maybe you've been to fancy restaurants or spas or, you know, fancy places, uh, that I have not been to. But I like to imagine, you know, they'd they'd bring me a war. You know, I say, well, if I had a spa, I don't know, it wouldn't be open. It'd just be my own personal one. But uh, if I had, if I was an imaginary spa owner, 
Also, that's a magazine I'm working on, Imaginary Spawner. Let me know what you think if you'd subscribe. Uh, you know, you think about the title, too, for a while. You say, well, is it fiction or nonfiction? And I say, well, exactly. Think about it and subscribe, and you'll find out. But at my imaginary spot, like I said, we'd have, it'd be a safe place. We'd do smoothing, padding, rubbing it down, safe placing. We'd have a water, you know, like I said, when you order your water, you could, if you just said, bring me cool water, ideally, I would hire a concierge that would know, but just by, you know, they'd say, okay, they could tell by the cut of their jib, as they say, that this is how cool they want their water. But for someone as discerning as you, I'd say, well, when you say bring me a cool glass of water, do you mean Andre 2000 ice cold outcast water? Not, not uh, cast out water, like uh, the outcast, like ice cold, like shaking it. Like, do you want me to shake your water? Like, we could bring you shaking water, like a Polaroid picture, too. And they usually call that aerated because it sounds better. Freshly aerated, just aerated water. And we could just decide on the coolness of that. Sometimes I bring it in a metal tumbler as part of the presentation. Then I shake it in a tumbler. The tumbler's ice cold, so it's sweating. A little bit cold to the touch or cool to the touch, depending on what degree you ordered your water in. But that's the intro. A show within a show where I attempt to explain what the podcast is. The podcast is the kind of place where you may get a water menu, or even more likely you get someone ta- over-talking about a water menu. Ideally not over-talking while you're perusing it, though. And you'd say, what is this one here? Uh, streamy. And it's a, well, it's a temperature of water. We have creaky, we have streamy. I, have, I mean, I have creaky dulcet tones. This is with the creek, like two E's, uh, and you say, well, which is cooler, stream or creek? And I'd say, well, you may, if you're looking, you, maybe you want to look over there. You see the mountain stream. I highly recommend mountain stream. Te- well, is the water from a mountain stream? No, no, no. It's just mountain stream temperature water. All our waters artisanal, uh, <laughs> artisanally sourced from artists, you know, some, from good places, uh, limestone. I don't know where the water's from, actually. I'm just in charge of the temperatures of water. If we get into that, that's a whole other menu, which I, I'm happy to bring you. But I'm actually, believe it or not, I thought I'm running an imaginary spot here. I'm also in the middle of the intro, the intro of introing a podcast intro. Uh, so that's the intro of the show. If you're new, whew, uh yeah, but think, think about it. You have the right to wish your water would come whatever temperature you'd like. Uh, I don't know. You know, and I'd say, well, judge it more by feel. You know, believe it or not, I've been running this imaginary spa my whole life, and no one's ever ordered creek temperature water. And they keep telling me, take it off the menu, but they don't get it. I say, well, that's what makes the stream temperature water move. Uh, you say without the creek temperature water, no one would buy. No one would order stream temperature water, and that's why I won the imaginary spa. You know, the, oh no, that was the uh, imaginary water water uh, imaginary water bar awards. Um, okay, I got bogged down here. My, don't worry, not, no mentions of bogs on these water menus, but uh, 
So the intros where I lose your, where I show I'm qualified to lose your attention just by being myself. Uh, then we have a little business between the intro and the show, and then we'll have the show tonight. It'll be our ongoing episodic modular serial series, uh, the Stand Chronicles, Nuns in Space. Uh, but you can fall asleep whenever you wish. You maybe if you're new, you say, "Well, I don't know if what," and you say, well, "Okay, just kick back." Uh, and, uh, you know, see how it goes, as I said. So that's just structure of the show. No pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour to keep you company. And, uh, I don't know, I, I, mean, I guess I'm a little distracted because I keep going back to that water menu, wondering what else I should put on there. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, Maybe I should, I guess I kind of talked that one out, but do you, like, uh, do, do, do spas have those kind of things? I'm just trying to imagine, like, uh, they have names like that. Uh, usually it's like some sort of repurposed zen is mixed in with the names of spas. Or I think a lot of spas have, like, jade in them. Or, or you know, something like orchids seem popular in zens and waterfalls. And then other words that sound like expensive stuff, uh... I don't like. Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, I just stick to the water menus. I guess that's where I should. That's where, I, where you know, do, do what you know. They say, and uh, dare to dream. Follow your passion. That's what uh, J.C. Joseph Campbell used to always say. Follow your bliss. That's an. That's a pop. That might be the number one name for spas. Either bliss or zen. Uh, um, but, uh, yes, yeah, so, well, my bliss is, uh, to, to, to bringing the world, uh, the right temperature of cool or cold water. And I said, is this, I said, is this Esalen, right? I said, come on, but what kind of, you know, big sir. When I think of big sir, I think of water. Hello. And then they, they said, and then they said, would you like to register for it? And I said, how much? What, uh. They said, I thought we were just going to be sitting in hot tubs uh, talking about the bliss of cool, cool water. But again, so, so those are the structures. So no pressure to fall asleep. Uh, clearly no pressure to listen. Here's the thing. I'm here to keep you company. I've been there sleepless in the deep, dark night. That's why I make the show. So it's very silly and goofy. Uh, but I take it very seriously because I want to help. I, I, I think you deserve a good night's sleep. Uh, and this show is supposed to just grasp just a bit of your attention to take your mind off of whatever you were thinking about. Maybe be, be just uh, nonsensical enough uh, that you say, okay, I could relax here. And, you know, as a matter of fact, it wouldn't, what other menus do you have, Scoots? Well, we have their sources, our water sources. Uh, believe it or not, what I'm pitching the Institute here is on, like, uh, well, we've been, they've been having, you, well, I'll just let you a little more, one more peek behind the scenes, is uh, I pitch them bringing, each temperature water gets its own glass. But then they got me. They said, oh, is a glass specialized to enhance the temperature of the water? I said, no, nah, just like a feel thing. And they said, everything's a feel thing for you. And I said, yeah, when you're in the, like, cool water temperature business, uh, you learn that, uh, like, uh, it's it's all about touch and feel. It's a tactile thing. It's not about the actual temperature of the water. Though we can do that if you say, no, no, I want my water to 22 degrees Fahrenheit or Celsius. 
you know, we could bring that to you, but it'd be we'd be laughing about it. Obviously, if I knew which since if I knew what temperature those were, uh, I'd probably be laughing even harder. But uh, you see, you wanted twenty two degrees, you got it. You how about Kelvin? You know, we got space age stuff in the bank. We could deliver it uh, even on the Kelvin scale. Uh, so I'd have to ask what you're going to do with it. But, yeah, I did pitch my supervisors, which, believe it or not, are imaginary beings that live in my brain, too. And I said, well, let's get different glass. And they said, we don't have the budget for that. And I said, you don't have the budget. I was like, they said, Scoots, come on. Just stick with I said, what about a glass menu, then? That's what they said. And with an upgrade where you'd say, well... And the creek glass was like a stone, which we've learned even before we did this. you got to be able to see the water through the glass. You can't have opaque glasses at the water bar. But uh, uh, they said, you know, then you could, you know, charge, upcharge them to take the glass home. And they said, woof, you really, you really, uh, you really know the business of water, but it's really not about that. It's about an appealing glass. Uh, and then they said, well, who would be delivering these glasses? Because you're very clumsy, Scoots. And I said, you're right. Uh, it, it's only happening in our imagination. So let's imagine we have coordination. And they said, well, why don't you coordinate the end of this podcast? I said, right away. And as fresh as a cool and summer breeze, I changed the subject uh, and said, hey, uh, basically, Spike is here to help. Uh, see how it goes. Uh, like that's it. I mean, I believe you deserve a good night's sleep. I'm here to help if I can. Give it a few tries. Uh, I really appreciate you coming by. I work very hard. I yearn and I strive to help you fall asleep. Thank you so much. And here's a couple of ways we keep the show going. All right, hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Stand Chronicles. Uh, Nuns in Space, The Stand Chronicles. The Stand Chronicles and Nuns in Space are ongoing a uh, serial story, episodically modular, uh, 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 contradiction in terms, uh, but that really you could kind of listen to in any order because I'm going to give you the whole whole scoop right now. Uh, None to Space, the Stan Chronicles, is the tale of a freestyle soda machine, Stan, and his sidekick, Scooter. Uh, they're somewhere out there between the, the Earth and stars, really, uh, Fievel. Uh, in a cloud of delusion that surrounds the Earth and separates it from outer space. In a future where once outer space and all of the beings of our great universe were connected, interstellar commerce, uh, exploration, fun, and friendship, uh, but then the Earth was cut off from space in a mysterious cloud of delusion, which you can hear about in season one and Nuns in Space back in the three, four hundred, I think the four hundred episodes of Sleep With Me. Uh, but now, in deep in a cloud of delusion, Stan uh, captains a, or commands, a, a, um, what is it, a salvage ship called the Cali Drogo uh, with a crew of uh, salvage, salvagers and other pe- people. Uh, they're kind of sitting in the cloud of delusion trying to find a way out of it. Uh, Anyway, see, Scoots, what is the cloud of delusion? Okay, simple. When you go into a cloud of delusion, you lose your sense of reality. Now, the next question, uh, why is Stan and Scooter? Well, Scooter was naturally adjusted to delusion. Stan, 
I think, uh, well, now everyone on board has these uh, delusion field generators, a bit like noise-canceling headphones. Or everyone that's awake, a lot of people are asleep and cryo sleep, uh, but that cancels out the effects of the cloud of delusion. And yeah, they're in space, uh, stands in, in charge, the scooters uh, help and stand. I think that's it. Like in season one, they had a bunch of adventures outside of the cloud. And in season two, it started in the cloud of delusion, still in the cloud of delusion, but there's still, you know, sleepy action to be had in the cloud, cloudy action. Uh, cloudy with chance of goofball scooter in this episode. But I think that's it. I'm glad you're here. And we also have a, a Hollywood celebrity here to uh, set up the show. Uh, thank you. Uh, the ladies, the gentlemen, the boys, the girls, the friends behind the binary. It's time for another episode of the Stan Chronicles Nuns in Space and that's Mr. Antonio Banderas, everybody. Friend of the show, a friend of humanity, star of stage and screen, big screen. You know, every screen it feels both big and small when you're on it. And I mean that in the, you know, in my heart, uh, but intimate, you know, because I'm connected. That's the small part. It makes my heart feel, you know what I mean? Oh, my friend, uh, don't over explain your kind words. Also, Antonio drives up here from Los Angeles just to do these promos and uh, gets usually like uh, water. We've been playing some board games from time to time when Antonio quietly sits in my kitchen quietly without tapping his fingers or using his phone because he can hear his phone. Uh, Hinty, hint, hint, Antonio. And sips his water, doesn't slurp it, uh, and that's one of the reasons you can't have ice or bubbles, because we can hear it on the mic. Uh, so Antonio's, I think that's magnanimous, your uh, your willingness to just sit in my kitchen quietly without moving uh, for about, not only that, no, driving six hours or so uh, with your break, uh, then sitting in my kitchen for 90 minutes, and then driving all the way back uh, for free for the love of uh, people putting people to sleep. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Antonio Banderas. Oh, my friend, uh, it's a pleasure. Uh, so let's get on with the show. Well, I don't know if you've ever thank you, but yeah, let's get on with the like. Yes, uh, Antonio Banderas, everybody, thank you. It's uh, it's me, Stan. Hi, hey, pen pal. I'm a little nervous. I've never. Uh, directly addressed, you know, pen pal, I'm usually used to communicating through scooter. So this is new for me, but I'm very excited, pen pal, to be talking to you. And I think because I got news, pen pal, I think I got bored. And I know scooter would think that I, I'm just a little, I'm feeling also, maybe this is a good news, pen pal. I'm feeling like a I don't know. I got bored. I've been trying all these methods. Scooter's been saying, you know, running down my processors, processing without processing, processing about processing without processing to understand. And they're not processing about it. And I was getting familiar. I know there's the benefits of being bored, pen pal. And I was trying to understand the concept, but I never felt it until recently. And... 
I don't know, pen pal, does being bored have like an angsty quality to it a little bit? It feels good, but angsty. And I said, I wish I was doing something. I, I, I think that thought appeared in my uh, units. Uh, I wish I was doing something else, uh, but I'm not doing anything. Uh, and then there was other thoughts and feelings connected to a pen pal. Oh, but here comes Scooter. He wants uh, so, but, so but thanks, pen pal. But stick around. We've got work to do. All right, Stan. Hey, Stan. Good to see you. Good. good, good. Oh yeah, you want to do a little uh, half hug here? No, no, shoulder to shoulder, not chest to chest, Stan. Okay, Sco- Scooter. Uh, just talking to pen pal. That's great, Stan. Well, I got some news. You're going to be telling your pen pal what we're working on. Scooter, it's our pen pal. Okay. Well, okay. Really? Oh, I was thinking you had your own pen pal. No, Scooter, we have the same pen pal. Huh. I don't know if you... I actually never had a pen pal as a kid because I didn't have the... Scooter, I know. You didn't, you didn't have the follow-through. But but I, I don't know if any... I never talked to anybody that shared a pen pal. Well, Scooter, it's the first thing, first time for everything. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's, well, anyway, Stan, we got some work to do. We're going to, we're going on a search, Stan, an inter, internal search uh, for your true north. Uh, good, we're, we're going on a goal search. Scooter, our goal, we're searching for a goal. Our goal in searching is to find a goal. I don't know about north, Scooter. A, f- a few things you need to know. We're not on earth, uh, so the magnetic poles... So that's one thing. Also, I have a built-in altimeter and a compass a scooter. I mean, something, I mean, I have an old-fashioned compass just in case, uh, but it, those don't function the same way in space, even though we've tried to do experiments like that. We're, we're, we're not, Scooter, you know we're not on Earth. Stan, uh, we're going to do some work. We're going on a goal search to find your t- true north, uh, which in this case, I guess, is metaphorical or figurative. And maybe that doesn't, maybe no one else will understand this if they aren't, because I guess I never thought about that, Stan. Scooter, also my nanobots, uh, they can fill in roles uh, for, for searching for these kind of things. Uh, and they even have, uh, they have an ability to cre- create a compass-like things, an alternative scooter. So I'm very flexible. Okay, Stan, I need you to clear your mind again. And uh, don't process about not processing. Just try to slow things down, Stan. Scooter, am I going to get bored doing this? I don't know, Stan. That would be a big big change. That would be an evolutionary shift if you start getting bored. But I don't think this is going to be boring as you just listen to my voice and slow down, Stan. And you clear your mind, and I say some words, and slowly you will associate things with them. And I can see by your, the look you're on your face, uh, Stan, that you're with me. And I'm going to say, in a perfect world, I would love to be a scooter. I'd like to be a child. But there in the bedroom is a child named Stan, dreaming of a career, dreaming of a future of work, uh, but in a dreamy way that is good. Dreaming of... Scooter, could I ask some questions? 
uh, sure you can Stan. Could could I would could I have a job wearing a suit? Stan, you could. I can't pay you like it, but yeah, you could have a job wearing a suit, of course. Uh, if you wanted a suit-based job, I'm sure you could. Scooter, or, or what about a uniform? Stan, if your dream career involves a uniform, uh, like a like a like a like a service uniform, Scooter. Okay, Stug. I'm dreaming. Okay, Stan is dreaming of a career as a scooter, as a captain of a dodgeball team. Okay, what? Wait, see. Okay, your career job is scooter, scooter captain, eventually, captain of dream job would be, cap, I mean, member, but a captain of a dodgeball team scooter. Okay, because somewhere in space. Wait a second. How? We, I don't think we've. To, what do you? How'd you? What did you learn about dodgeball? Well, Scooter, I watched a movie with Raybon. Raybon was telling me about dodgeball. Okay, so Raybon was planning ideas in your head, possibly Stan. Well, Scooter, no, no, we were just talking. Raybon, I said that would sounds fun. Especially now with my arms and my legs, scooters, I I, I could really pull. I, I really think it would be fun. Okay, well that's good. I mean, we do love the director and writer of that movie, and we're really proud of it, all the the great success they're having. Uh, they had as their career on Earth. Scooter, I don't know what you're talking about. Sorry, I'm Stan. I'm just going on a tangent because I'm. Okay, let's let's just build on this, Stan, because. Uh, Currently, in the region of the universe we're in, there isn't any jobs. We could create a dodgeball league, I'm sure. And, but I want to make sure we're open with the life you've lived so far and the life you're living now. Let's go back there to the child named Stan's room, resting, thinking of uniforms and suits. I guess a dodgeball. Well, did you wear a dodgeball suit? Scooter, at first I thought it was a suit, like a dodgeball suit, but then I guess it's more of a uniform. Yeah, suits and uh, as a commander of a ship or a captain of a team, what are the things that Stan, because they think about the things Stan has done here with his rock art and his running arts and crafts and, and uh, things like that. I'm trying to think of other careers that Stan might be dreaming of. Scooter, you kind of took over the arts and crafts with your uh, performance. And trying to mix it all together. There's even games of dodgeball here. Arts and crafts, leadership, collaboration searching and exploration and stands like not processing, but maybe the, the vacuum tubes that ideally are doing some subconscious processing. Uh, Stan is a child. Maybe there's some childlike input in there. And uh, people, what else is going on in the ship? People are sleeping on the ship here. And we're looking, we're out in the middle of a cloud, kind of in the middle of nowhere, Stan. 
but still stay in dreams of a career fulfilling a dream job, as they say. And Stan is just listening and staring maybe at the ceiling or drifting. Images are coming in and out of Stan's mind, ideally, that Stan would share with us. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe what's coming in, Stan? A scooter, I, I don't know, stuff. Okay, any concrete stuff, Stan, like maybe some reference points, some pop culture. You know, ideally, like I like to build off of pop culture references. Uh, that's how tiny my cultural window is, but... Okay, Scooter, so like movies, a TV show reference points, uh, drifting in and out of my... Scooter, can I scan my history and databases? Because, uh, you know, stuff trickles in and out there pretty quickly. Well, I guess that's an advantage you do have, Stan. Go go ahead and uh, do a little scan of what's coming up. Uh, Scooter, I did, Scooter, none of it really makes any sense to me. Well, that's good, Stan. That's uh, That's good if it doesn't make any sense. Scooter, I can't even, I, 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 well, I guess I can identify a few things. Okay, we'll start bringing up uh, uh, what came up, uh, and let's try to, like, go through it. See, what, what do we have visually that I could look at? And let's see what you're, you know, because I, I, hopefully I could have you, uh, I was trying to figure out a way to hook you into, like, uh, a deeper, so, so, yeah, let's just see what's coming up, Stan. Well, Scooter, it's, it's just, I don't know, Scooter, I, I feel a little vulnerable, I guess. That's good. Tell me what the first thing you see is. Why don't you describe it and then show it to me? Well, Scooter, I don't have, it's a kid with red hair. Okay, child with red hair. Scooter, he's a boy. He has like a scowl on his face. And he has like a kind of, his hair is strange, Scooter. Almost different than yours, but a haircut I could see on you a little bit. Okay, tell me more. Scooter, it's kind of like a, like a bit like a mullet, but different, like a flat top with a, with a, uh, with a, like a tail to it. Okay. And he has a scowl on his face, eh, Stan? Scooter, he does. Scooter, then Janine Garofalo's coming up for me. Okay, Janine Garofalo. Also, Scooter, another celebrity, Bill Murray, came up too. Okay, this is good. Any other celebrities on there? A scooter, uh, Marty Mc, not Marty McFly scooter. Ma, uh, Matthew J. Fox came up too, and also a 1984 uh, NBC movie of the week. Okay, you sure it's a 1984 stain? No scooter, I'm not sure. I just, but I just that just I blurted that out. Uh, okay, Stan, what else? Well, scooter, this one's not a pop pop culture reference. Okay, well, what is it? Scooter, it's you. You were in there, too, with a big look of disappointment on your face. Okay, this is good, Sam. These are clues, so that's okay. You know, the clues don't always have to be clear, but they're clues pointing towards your true north. Remember, you know, the work we're doing. Scooter, there's another word. Wayne comes up. Okay, which kind of Wayne? Wayne, like Wayne Gretzky, Wayne Zielinski. Uh, uh, Wayne, like it, the, I don't the definition of the word Wayne. Uh, scooter, I, I I don't know. Just just the sound Wayne. Okay, Wayne, Janine Garofalo, Bill Murray, Matthew J. Fox. 
Scooter, does Nancy McKean mean anything to you? Uh, like, can you can you see if it's associated with, like, Joe? Scooter, I don't know. That just popped in my head, too. Okay, Wayne, NBC Movie of the Week, Stan. We're getting there. Uh, what about Ivy? Do you sense any Ivy in there? Scooter, yes, yes, the word Ivy, yes, it is. I can barely see it, though, Scooter. Okay, we're closer, Stan. I think I, I'm trying to slowly help you reach it. What about, uh, let's go back to the redhead. Any other words or meanings coming? Shorts, Scooter. Okay. Uh, like, what about salute in any saluting and shorts together? Scooter, yes, a good use of alliteration. But yes, uh, those words were both in there close together. Okay, I know I know that scowling uh, a tail haircut anywhere. And so I got to say, and Wayne uh, is not Wayne Zelensky. It's W-A-I-N, right? Can you see it or you can only hear it? Scooter, I, I, I sense Wayne. Yeah, Wayne, David Wayne. And the movie, Michael J. Okay, then me, what about Meatball Stan? Does that come up? Scooter does. And American Summer, right, Stan? Scooter, yes, Scooter. A movie with uh, P. Ivy. Scooter, yes, that's a movie Matthew J. Fox and Nancy McKean were in. Right, Stan? And Meatballs and American Summer. And Salute Your Shorts was the other one. And then me, that that's pretty easy to, to sustain. Do you see any links between any all, all these things? A scooter. Uh, 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 okay, saying an associative, it's not easy. Go ahead. What is a common scooter? They all take place at summer camps. Right, Stan. Right. Uh, I'm surprised uh, Adam's family, too, didn't come up. Scooter did, but I was laughing. I didn't want to laugh. It was such a serious. I always laugh when we watch that movie. Right. So, yeah, I guess that, yeah, that makes sense. Scooter, so summer camp, that's where you had your whole your, your whole canoe disaster, right? What, Stan, it wasn't a canoe disaster. It was a canoe misunderstanding. Oh, Scooter, you always said it was a disaster where you said you knew how to uh, steer a canoe, but you had never been in a canoe before. And then you couldn't find out you couldn't steer the canoe. And then you got written up because you rode into the swimming lessons area in the canoe because you couldn't control it. Yeah, that's not a disaster. That was just more of a like uh, I learned that I didn't naturally know how to steer a canoe. Scooter, did you take canoe, canoe lessons after that? No, I never. I, it didn't touch a canoe for another 10 years. Also, Scooter, wasn't there some sort of dance disaster or something? Uh, no, there was not a. D- 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 there was that was more of a letdown. Oh, okay, Scooter. Scooter, I'm also feeling an incident, an adult pictures incident with it. Is this it all happened at this one camp, Scooter? Uh, no, let's just okay, Stan. Let's get back to you, please. Uh, because really, it's more. This is more about finding your true north, not about my biography. But, but, but how's this all coming together for you, Stan? What are you What are you processing from this? Uh, well, Scooter, I was actually. T- I think you're in there for a reason, Scooter. Okay. W- okay. Tell me more. 
Well, I was thinking of camp. The camps have counselors. That's another theme that is in all the movies and things. And I think if I was your camp counselor, I may have been able to counsel you at camp, Scooter. Okay, what do you mean? Well, to keep an eye out for you, Scooter, in a friendly but 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 uh, steering way to say, hey, what if I go on the canoe with you? Uh, no, I would have said no. Scooter, this is just, it's just an example. Uh, I would have been able to offer you counsel at camp. I could have tried different techniques to help you. And maybe you would have had more fun. That would have been the goal, Scooter. Maybe I could have framed it that way. What, you want to, oh, do you want to just go for a canoe ride? Or do you want to go on a canoe adventure? Stan, you're really getting advanced at uh, reformulating things. Whoa, whoa, wow. So this does sound like, does this sound like a career or a dream job you'd want to do? Wait, Scooter, you mean that's a job being a camp counselor? I thought that was something pe people paid to do. No, the camp counselors, I believe, get paid like a uh, oh, scooter. Yeah, that is a dream job then. I could be counseling and, 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 and we could play dodgeball, right? I think so. You'd probably have to be pretty, yeah. And then four square is a big one. And there's other things. Uh, Scooter, I could be a camp counselor and freestyle soda machine. Maybe, maybe a freestyle juice machine. So does that, can that become a concrete goal for you, Stan, that you want to, you would like to be a camp counselor? Is it, can that be a goal? Scooter, like a concrete goal. My true north is being a camp counselor. At least as we're exploring it now. Okay, Scooter, what's next? Okay, so so if we say yes to all that, Stan, and we're heading in that direction, five years from now, where would we be? Where would you be? Well, Scooter, I'd have my own summer camp. A camp, summer camp all of my own would be my dream, I guess. And if you could take an action today to realize that, uh, Stan, that dream five years from now, what action w would you take? Well, Scooter, we could we could start a camp here, uh, like uh, building on what we already did, arts and crafts. Uh, we could have bunk houses, like and we could have a canteen. Scooter, remember you told me about the canteen? That's where you got your uh, ice cream every day. Yeah, this is exciting, Stan. Uh, okay, let's okay, let's keep going. What about three years from now, Stan? Scooter, I think that would probably take, like, I don't think it would take three years to build all that out, but uh, maybe we'd have, a, we'd be in a place where we'd be building a, a camp that's not in a cloud of delusion three years from now. Okay, Stan, what about one month from now? One, one year from now? Oh, Scooter, one year from now. I was going to say, one year from now, maybe we've uh, tested out a lot of ideas on this ship, and... We have a working model, and we're looking at locations for our three- and five-year plans, Scooter. Okay, Stan, I'm, I'm liking this. And what about one month from now, Stan? Where do you see things? Well, Scooter, I think we should start this. I think we could uh, we could start with the bunkhouses, and we could we could think about, like, uh, if we, we could replicate the delusion field generators. And we could start waking up other people on board the ship now, Scooter. 
and uh, then we'd have a bigger crew for any other things we could be working as the ship is a camp uh, it has to be sustainable and running scooter so everybody has to do their part and then we could even look uh for more people out in the cloud scooters that would want to join the camp that would need to join the camp uh we could be gathering more uh camp counselors campers uh, people in need scooter like you that need a summer camp, uh, not just for fun, but for the, you know, the, the, we could take the, not, not a professional counseling, but a mentor, mentor, mentee type, you know, friendship, uh, and guidance scooter. And also if they're stuck in the cloud, who wouldn't want to be at a summer camp than stuck in a cloud of delusion? Okay. Keep going, Stan. You're on to something. Excuder would be entertaining. It would be so entertaining, not boring. Maybe we could have a boredom session. But we'd have to, Scooter, we'd have to figure out how to find more people because it's not working. I mean, we've tried searching. Scooter, we, I don't know if I'd like, I'm comfortable with the idea of an honor cabin either. Okay, well, we could figure out the cabins and the bunking at some point. Uh, what's your, what are you saying about searching? Well, Scooter, I've been thinking about how we search the cloud and what other options we have to scan. Either to, I know we're, we're uh, kind of stumped at getting out of here, but, but finding other people and helping them. I mean, the, the Cali Drogo's on a search pattern algorithm, which is still mostly random with some, you know, the algorithms learning about how to guess. And we've been taking, you know, you've been doing a lot of testing and smelling and you're trying to perfect your space sonar, which I do, you know, scientifically and testing out all the scopes and things. So, so maybe we could expand that. Oh, Stan. Okay, go ahead. As part of camp, you would. Well, Scooter, maybe we could have clubs like a searching club and problem solving clubs and those things. Okay, I, I like that. Okay, but Stan, let's think like a camp, someone that runs the, 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 Camp counselor of counselors. Uh, how would you get? How do they get more people as to summer camps as guests? Well, Scooter, I don't know. Don't the movies just drive the demand for the summer camps? Uh, maybe marketing scooter. Okay, what else? Amazing offering scooter. Friend, friendly dodgeball. Uh, better arts and crafts. Uh, scooter counselors that care. Okay, Stan, let me get back to a more basic uh, reason why people go to summer, summer camp. Scooter, because they love it. Mm, why do the pa the parents are the ones that plan it and pay for it? Uh, oh, Scooter, I remember telling you telling me how you thought there was such a bargain. Some of the camps, you looked at the prices. Yeah, some of the sm camps in smaller areas uh, where my parents live, I couldn't believe the prices. Uh, but whether it's a high-priced camp or an affordable camp, uh, what are the parents doing? A scooter, they're sending their kids off uh, to a place where they're cared for. And they might get swimming lessons and make, make friendship bracelets and friends to give friendship bracelets to. Yeah, the friendship pins. I think at the camp I went to, there was friendship pins. And scooter, you know, extroverted kids might make friendships. Introverted kids might make friendships. Uh, and they might have lots of fun. Okay, but let's go back to that key thing. The parents are getting their kids out of the house scooter. 
Okay, because yeah, they're either getting oh a scooter. They just want their kids to be somewhere else, right? Because they have to either work or bury. You know, it's it's another thing. Is Stan? When is this all happening? Oh, scooter! It's uh, in the summertime in the East Coast, especially in in probably any place where it gets hot. Yeah, so um, the parents get peace and quiet, but it's really hot in the house if they don't have AC. Even if they do, then the kids are stuck inside. Oh, scooter, so it's a little bit like cabin fever, uh, but in the summertime. Yeah, the parents got to work. They need a break. The kids aren't in school. And uh, also the weather scene. That's always a key part of it, the summer. Okay, scooter, so summer, need to get the kids away. And this is supposed to help us search the cloud now. Yeah, I, I think. I'm just trying to think. That's how they get the I mean, I mean, probably word of mouth is the best way to get the kids uh, to come to the camp. And, you know, pricing or, oh, I went there as a kid. You go there as a kid. That's what uh, uh, Adam's family, too, was, I think. Okay, Scooter. So it's keep it's, it's a, it's Scooter, as you'd say, it's friggin' hot. Uh and they got to get the kids out, no AC, they're bored, or they're curious kids. Uh, they want to see what camp was like. Uh, okay. And anything else, Scooter? Well, it's just a bit like a coup. Like, if you have the kids around your house, uh, they could stage a coup. The parents are like, this, uh, you know, the, the routine's off, and then the kids are running around the house. I think the parents probably feel a little bit of loss of control, and this is a way to resettle their routines. And, like, the sun's out. You know, it gives and it gives the kids their own routine where it's nothing, you know, it's just routinely fun. Oh, Scooter, remember you told me about the pot pies and the moon pies, too? Yeah, yeah, that's what they had. That's what I ate at camp, mostly. Okay, Scooter, so maybe we need a heat wave to get more campers. Maybe, or Scooter, a change in, Scooter, we still don't understand how things move in the cloud. What if we, we we still have to understand if there's any weather movement? You're right. Well, I thought we determined there was no weather in space, but I think we do have to see if there's any, yeah, like low, high pressure, anything like that that's moving things in the cloud. I think Kelly Drogo's kind of basing the guesses on that. Uh, like, see if there's any flows here that might help us narrow down finding things. There's also the fact we still haven't encountered any asteroids or any kind of space rocks at all. So that is a very, that's still on my my radar. I don't get that. Uh, but I think if we could find some flows, even if they're not going anywhere outside of the cloud or any pockets, like in the river. I remember I met this guy once, and he would just swim through this fishing river. And he would find, in the summer, it was big fishing in the fall. But he would find all the spots where all the fishing, like lures and weights would get stuck because of the flow of the river, there'd be little pockets of uh, water. Okay, Scooter, I think we could, and we'll, we'll do the food. Scooter, do you want to be in charge of the uh, bunkhouses or uh, Scooter? Okay, Stan, let's start small. I, I, I think you're in charge. I like your ideas. Uh, uh, we could start the bunkhouses, the delusion field generators. I could... Uh, 
and I, yeah, I guess I could be in charge of like uh, the Rex. The, the, maybe I could be in charge of the canteen. Oh, Scooter, that's a perfect job for you. Also, Scooter, if you could plan Twin Day, because I know that was something you feel like you missed out on. We'll, I'll be your twin for Twin Day. Okay, sounds great, Stan. Oh, hey, Pen Pal, it's uh, me, Stan. Uh, here's uh, good news, good news, uh, Pen Pal. We have four bunkhouses open. It's been a little while, sorry. And we got all the campers. We have generate, delusion field generators. We've been waking everyone up on board. And we even have different bunkhouses based on how your sleep preferences, your comforts, uh, like uh, people sleep in shifts, whether you like it loud or quiet. Uh, so we're probably going to add it. We have even 16 new campers, uh, pen pal, uh, that we've taken on board. And we even have, well, it's like kind of like, because some of our campers, we have a couple of campers that confuse and unfuse with one another. So sometimes they're two beings and sometimes they're one. And then we have one small collective of beings. Uh, so I do, we, we, but we've, you know, we have, we're a camp open to everyone. Everybody's welcome at this camp that we can find. And we have a rule system. We have a camp council for making the rules and, and those kind of things and helping me make decisions. And people are really enjoying the concept pen pal, uh, and we're constantly coming up with new ideas with the council and the committees of say, well, it's new, new rack ideas and resolving any disputes, trying to figure out new ways to find campers, um, that kind of, uh, well, also we got Pop-Tarts and Moon Pies now because Scooter was talking about those and we figured out a way to produce those. Uh, they're not that tasty, Pen Pal, but we'll see. Uh and yeah, so camp camp's going good, uh, and we're constantly saying, "Do you want to be a camp? Do you want to be a team leader? Do you want to be a counselor? Uh, what role would you feel comfortable in?" Uh, and everyone's doing a great job. I think everyone's really excited to, to have something to do and to be out of the cloud. And Scooter and I, twin days get postponed, but Scooter and I were going to be our twin. We're twins, but then. Uh, scooter, scooter, we've got, we've been really busy. Is the thing, Pen Pal, like looking for the other ships. Yeah, what happened was, Pen Pal, we we were looking for the flow idea, and then we just happened to come upon. Uh, there's a natural, another natural being in the cloud with us, uh, the size of a spaceship, bigger than most spaceships, Pen Pal, it, almost the same size as Cali Drogo. And length and mass wise, pretty, 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 uh, pretty close. Oh, I forgot more good news, Penville. We named the camp Camp Whatchamacall. It's, uh, Scooter laughed a lot at that. He said, Stan, I love you. He really said that too. Uh, but so, Penville, uh, so this being that we found in space, uh, Scooter's calling it a, a space whale. And it kind of looks like a puppy, and a, it was a mix of a space whale and a space puppy, or a space whale with a puppy face, kind of. And what it does is it's very similar to our ship. It, it consumes spaceships uh, like a salvage, but it eats eat, eat spaceships, I guess, for, for food. Scooter said it's a circle of life, even in space, Stan. Kind of like a natural salvage. And so then what we've had to do since we discovered it, that's how we got our new campers. We were following the space whale 
and then trying to go ahead and get people off of the ship if there was anyone on there or get on there uh, before uh, the, 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 before the being, the space whale eats the ship, you know, say, nope, nobody's on board or no food's on board. Wait, hold on, pen pal. Scooter's calling. Hold on. Uh, canoe one calling. Uh, canoe one calling. Whatchamacallit. Canoe one calling in. Oh, go ahead, canoe one. Uh, Stan, I have, uh, Scooter, Scooter, do you still laugh when I say, uh, the camp, whatchamacallit? Canoe one calling camp, go to call it. I love the camp name. We have uh, three campers on board and uh, they're still sleeping. Uh, we're we're going to be sending them back to the ship. Canoe one uh, over. Oh, great job, canoe one. Uh, this is camp, what call it? Uh, very good job. Uh, canoe one, uh, I just hate to interrupt Stan, but, uh, you know, as the as the space whale's been kind of learning, uh, glad you're maintaining a safe distance, and we're doing the distractions. Um, but uh, I, I think I'm going to send the campers back. Camp, what you call it? Canoe one over. Scooter, what do you mean? What do you what are you talking about? Canoe one. Uh, camp, whatchamacallit, over. Well, the space whale stand, it's learning. And each time we've come with a ship, it's kind of, uh, it's uh, figured out what we're up to. It's it's a very, it seems like a, not a super intelligent being, but uh, I think I'm going to head aboard the space whale, or at least I'm going to put on a space suit. I'm going to go closer and I'm going to do some investigating, close-up investigating, Stan, because uh, otherwise uh, we're not going to be able to keep bringing on campers because uh, we've had some close ones. Scooter, they've only been – canoe one, they've only been close ones. And uh, canoe one, I don't think that's a great idea. Well, I just think if we could just get – if I could just get closer, I have some probes. I'm going to put the – I'm going to try to put the probes in the, the – in like on and in maybe we could follow it at a distance we could guess it's heading uh maybe we could take a look around to have a cam you know we'll take a look and see if we can see the insides of the being and how it works so i'm just gonna do just 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 do a flyby it'll be fine and then i'll come back to the ship uh and uh Scooter, you're going to try to go inside the space whale. I know, Scooter, you're going inside it, and I don't think that's a great idea. No, I'm just going to, yeah, I'm just going to go inside, I think, and look around. I've seen enough cartoons, Stan. There's plenty of room in whales. Uh, I just got to get in the mouth uh, and get past there. I'll be careful, and, like, I will, I do have probes and stuff. Scooter, this is your camp leader. This is camp, whatchamacallit, saying this is not uh, an option. Stan, I already I have the suit on. I already sent the ship back. Scooter, I command you to return to the ship. Canoe one, I can't. Stan, don't make me fake like I'm fuzzing out here. It's just it's just got to be done. I'll, don't worry. I'll, I'm just going to look around, and, and uh, it's totally going to be fine. Look at how cute. Even for a giant being that doesn't seem to want us to interrupt its feeding, it, it, it you know, it seems like it's pretty cute. Scooter, come on, Stan, you know, we got to keep this camp going. 
And I believe in you. This is a mission now to bring campers on in, in need, Stan, that need this camp. Uh, and we need to find a way to stay one step ahead because this the space whale's learning, Stan. And we just need to add a little bit of predictability and maybe figure out how it's probing space. It could be space sonar. You said it was impossible. might be possible. It could be space smelling, Stan. And because uh, we haven't cracked the whole search thing and we can't just follow this. Uh, like either we're going to lose the space whale or it's going to um, uh, catch a ship before us or, you know, run into us or something, hit it with its, its tail. And if we can probe it or if I could get a probe in there, you could probe it and then I'll fly back. Don't worry. It's, it's Stan. It's a scooter. Scooter, I've seen enough movies with you uh, to know what happens. Uh, and also that comic book Old Testament, of the Old Testament, Scooter, to know what you're up to. Right. And all of those, it worked out great. So I don't think, uh, you know, it's a long line of things, Stan. Geppetto, Testigo, Jonah, other, you know, I think Scooby-Doo. I don't know if Scooby-Doo, but I think... Uh, well, at least to some of those other cartoon characters, Bugs Bunny and Daffy, maybe Donald or Goofy, have all been in whales and it's been fine. I'm pretty sure we were in a space whale at another time. It's just a different style one. A scooter, uh, oh, Scooter. Scooter, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send over my little parts, my tiny parts, my arms and my legs, and I'm going to have them help you. Well, Stan, no, that you need those. No, Scooter, I don't need them. You need them because they're more than a spacesuit. They can give you extra layer. It'll help you get into them. Like, uh, they'll keep you sustained in there, Scooter. And they can surround you. They can get you out of the whale if you need to. And make sure if any digestion's going on, they, they, they'll, they'll die. You know, they can, they can salvage. They, they, I think they may be working on the same. And they can collect a lot more data. And keep stuff off your spacesuit. Okay, so you're sending your arms and your legs to protect me and envelop me, just like the greatest camp counselor ever. Scooter, I am, but make sure be careful with those. I want you to make sure you bring them back. Uh, in parts, I want you to make sure you bring Scooter back, okay? Because Scooter, every all those movies have the goofy camp counselor, so without you, there's no camp, basically. You know, the one that wears the goofy hats and is friends with every camper. Uh, you got to, uh, you know, plays uh, whatever, whatever. You, you sing songs. You try to scooter. You know, you eat lunch with and breakfast with all the campers. Okay, Stan, I'll be very careful and we'll be careful. I'm going to just be right back. I'm just going to go in there. We're going to put the beacons in there. I'm going to look around. I don't even think I'm going to go in there, Stan. Now that you're saying it, uh, scooter, you're a hero. No, 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 I'm not, I'm no Geppetto, Stan, and definitely no, maybe I'll do a Tashtigo, though, I don't know if there's a blowhole on this thing, but I'll look in, I want to look in the blowhole, that's really another thing I want to do, and also, Stan, I know I can't do this in space, but I've always wanted to do, like, yell into a blowhole to see if there's an echo, Scooter, that's why the camp needs you, okay, well, I'll be back, uh, don't worry, it's going to be fine, your legs and your arms are already surrounding me. They are fast. Your tiny your tiny bits are all around me, Stan. Like it was surrounded in your tiny bits. Scooter, quit trying to make me laugh. It's not funny.
whatchamacallit, uh, uh, Scooter, I, uh, yep, you're wrapped in my tiny bit, Scooter. Why aren't you laughing? Well, no, don't worry. Uh, so this is a great stand. I'm going to go in. I'm going to cut off communication uh, for just for a second while I can't. I got to focus for a minute. Uh, but don't worry, Stan. I, I'll, I'll be back. I'll be back. There's nothing to, uh, totally in control. And for some reason, I lose communication. Just keep following at a safe distance. This should give us a way to keep an eye on it. I'm going to put a couple on the outside. Oh, your tiny bits are already going with the probes to attach them on the outside. This is great, Stan. And we'll see what we can learn. It's going to be great for camp, and they'll be part of our five, three, five, one, three, five year plan, Stan, to have a camp outside of the cloud. Scooter, you're more important than any camp. You know that. I know, Stan, but the campers is what's important, really. Okay, parts. T- take good care, of Scooter. Scooter, I'll talk to you. Don't lose. Don't lose Scooter, though. Don't worry, Stan. I'll be in touch soon. Okay, Scooter. Okay, canoe one. What camp? What should we call it? Out. Well, hey, pen pal, it's me, Stan. Uh, great news, more great news, pen pal. We've been following the, I, I think it's a fairy, I, I don't know, it's like it eats metal. Uh, it's an omnivore, I bet, too, though, the space whale. And it definitely can detect the ships in the cloud because we've watched it change and scan. And we've been able to stay at a safe distance for now and move with it. So we've... Uh, and we have a ship watching club and a whale watching club now here at the camp. So those are both full. And it's, so we're going to work, we're working on an astronomy club even to, to, to try to see if we could see any stars outside of the cloud of delusion. Someone had that idea to try to do that to see if they could detect any stars beyond the cloud. Because there's just, you know, using the whale, because the whale blocks a lot of things. And they said, what if, what's happening? Anyway, interesting work here at camp. Really good things. Really good. We got dodgeball leagues in full swing. We've made a pool, so there's swimming lessons. It's even so. That's great news. Uh, also, great news. I'm trying to use the sandwich method for feedback here, pen pal. Um, so I have more great news coming. But we've also been on. Haven't heard from Scooter. Now that doesn't mean. It just means that the whale is a, a lot of heavy metal in the whale. So we're not, I'm not too wor- worried, pen pal. I'm not worried, bit, but uh, like Sco- we're going with the theory Scooter's fine and okay. And uh, also this, this is a double sandwich, I guess, pen pal, because I do miss not having my arms and my legs. Uh, but super great news, pen pal. Is uh, we we've had we have a new count we have made a camper of the year scooter got camper of the camp counselor of the year, uh, so we're really proud of scooter, and so we're we're really proud of that award and uh, everybody we had a celebration, and uh, scooter we we did scooter imitation contests everybody entered actually pen pal was funny, every camper could do one and it was different. And I think Scooter would like some of the new activities we're working on. And we're working on space canoes to leave the ship even. So I know I'm deflecting things a little bit, Pen Pal. But, I'm, you know, I miss Scooter, but I'm really, I persevere, Pen Pal. I, I really believe he's in there. He's okay. And we're going to get him. And the reason I think he's okay is because I, my, my tiny bits are with him. And like Scooter said, inside of the whale. 
uh, plus my tiny bits would have let me know. They would have come back and told me. So he's fine. It's It really is great news. We're finding, we're getting more campers. And actually, I know because I can see Scooter there. Like in there, he's got a little blanket around his shoulders. He's curled up on the tongue of the, like in the, you know, in that comfortable whale room they always show. And he's warm and snuggled in. He's got, you know, he's he, maybe he made a pet of some sort, of, or maybe my little tiny bits. Uh, maybe he has a little campfire because that's always the way it goes right out the blowhole so it doesn't bother the space whale. I'm sure he's found the echo of the blowhole to be fun. And he's just lying there, you know, really, maybe having some cocoa and enjoying himself. Because that was really his dream. He never told, like, that was his dream uh, that he never shared. But he did share with me privately, pen pal. He said he always wanted to go inside a whale like uh, Geppetto and everyone else. Uh, so, and, of course, he shared that he wanted to yell in the blowhole. So it's good. You just can picture him calmly there, resting. It's warm. Warm air, pen pal, wrapped in protective arms and legs of his uh, camp counselor, Stan, who cares for him and all the counselors. And you, pen pal. So well, don't worry, I'll be back very soon. And uh, just picture that warm, protective blanket around Scooter. I'm sure he's got a smile on his face because he pulled a fast one. He said, I can go inside a whale finally. So he's in there chuckling, laughing. Maybe there's other journeyers in there that he's telling stories to. I'm sure of it. I'm sure he's in there chuckling along. And maybe, you know, it's he's having a good time. Good night. All right, and I thank everybody that supports the show on Patreon. Uh, Raymond, Alana, and Trini. Thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Sandrine, uh, Gustav, and John. Thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Catherine, Thomas and Blythe, uh, thanks, thanks, and good night. Cody, Mitch, and Pablo, thanks, 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 and good night. Paul, Ikram, and Gritty, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, Tanya, Karen, and Mary, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Pete, Tim, and Chris, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, Elizabeth, Juliet, and John, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Allie, Laura, and Aaron, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Megan, Amy, and Kelly, uh, thank you, thanks, and good night. Rinske, uh, Kelly, and Carly, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Patrick, Elliot, and Elmira, thank you, thanks, and good night. Uh, Debbie, Colleen, and Clara, thank you, thanks, and good night. Uh, Dean, Eleanor, and Modern, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, Joy, Mike, and Evan, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, Ricky, Kaluna, and Michelle, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, Genevieve, Heather, and Barbara, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, Katie, Sarah, and Ayun, thanks, thanks, and good night. Michael, Michael, Michael H., Michael S., and David, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, Cindy, Casey, and Will, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Dar, Elsie, and Clark, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Sebastian, Thomas, and Carol, uh, thanks, thanks, and good night. Jen, with two N's, Melissa, and Nunn, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, Tanya, Jennifer, and Beth, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Tony, Amy, and Fiona, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. 
Katie, Rebecca, and Mary E. Thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, Jason, Evan, and Kelly. Thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Ellen, Valerie, and Nicole. Thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Okay, thanks, thanks, and good night uh, to uh, Nicole, Michael, and Emily. Uh, thanks, thanks, and good night to Lauren, Jade, and Allison. Thanks, thanks, and good night to Blair, Aaron, and Steve. Thank you, thanks, and good night to Julie, Shane, and SAB. Thank you, thanks, and good night to Carly, Heidi, and Benjamin. Uh, and thanks, everybody, for supporting the show. You could do so if you want to support the podcast over at Patreon, uh, sleepwithmepodcast.com slash patron, P-A-T-R-O-N. And Sleep With Me is a proud member of uh, Night Vale Presents and PRX. Uh, you can find out more about all the great shows over at nightvalepresents.com or prx.org. Thanks and good night.